Hey, what is up, guys? Uh, it is the Trivia Guy. Thanks for uh, tuning into another episode of The Issue. Check us out Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, if you like the show, awesome. Tell a friend. Um, spread it out. Spread out word of mouth here. Um, if not, just relax. It's not a big deal. Don't tell a friend. Go about your day. Um, but hey, check out our Instagram at the underscore issue podcast or our Twitter is just at the issue podcast. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is Wednesday, October 14th. We are back with another episode of The Issue. It's probably going to be one of the last ones in this studio, at least. We're working on the new studio. We just got all the new equipment in today. Yeah, I, th- uh, I feel like maybe, well, I mean, maybe Friday. Um, yeah. We'll probably be in this one um, or a, it'll probably be distance. You know, I, I go out of town Friday, but um, definitely we'll get you a Friday podcast oh, for yeah. sure. But um Maybe by next week, definitely by, uh, I would say, the end of the month here. Yeah. Going to have ourselves a new studio. Got a lot of good new equipment that came in today. Yeah. Um, it's just going to make the show so much better. Oh, it's going to sound It's going to sound better. Um, we're going to run more efficiently. We're going to be able to have um, longer segments for you guys. We won't be constrained by time. Right. So we won't. Uh, it's just going to be a, just a better experience. Yeah. Right. Um, so upgrading the equipment, you guys will get a, you'll just get a better product. Absolutely. Um, we'll be putting out, uh, better shows. The, the quality will sound better. Uh, we'll be able to implement an, a ton of new things. I know the system and, and the networking we use actually just released a new feature today. Um, so we will get to learning that and you guys will be getting some really good content. Yeah. Coming I up. mean, shout out anchor anchor as, I mean, obviously we have, uh, the ad you'll hear it, um, Every episode. Yeah, I mean, you already heard it so far if you're listening. Um, but another extra little little bit there. I'm adding new adding new stuff all the time, making just making it easier um, yeah. on people trying to make some podcasts like us. And uh, make it very like I said, easy. shout out Anchor. They've they've been doing a great job. Absolutely. But uh, we do have a loaded show today. Oh so, my god! I mean, absolutely. It's Wednesday. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's Wednesday, beautiful. so you're gonna get our quarterback tiers. They have been adjusted. We have everything. All the adjustments coming up. Yep, from uh, from week five, taking into account all the games from week five, you know the Thursday night game starting with Brady and the um and the, and the Bucks against yep. the Bears, um, yep. all the way through. I uh, was that Monday night uh, with the Saints and Chargers, yep. and then all the way through last. Oh week. yeah, even Tuesday night with uh with the, the Bills the, getting shellacked by the uh, by the Titans. Yeah, but so we have two games to actually go over here. We have our Monday and Tuesday night football thoughts you know we do um and then we'll get into the quarterback tiers like i talked about in the second segment we'll have our news our thursday night prediction actually all right we don't have thursday, we don't night. Have thursday, night, thursday night football in the crease but we'll get to some tim's trivia yeah and we're gonna really dive into uh to the mlb um in our second segment uh we're getting and the braves are uh are now up on the dodgers in that in the nlcs yes. and then the uh rays are looking dominant in the alcs but like i said we will get deeper into that in the second segment. But, yeah, let's start with our Monday night thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Start with that Monday night game um, with the New Orleans Saints coming out on top in overtime against the Chargers. Um, so we'll get to some stats real quick, obviously, like we always do. And then I have some stuff I want to talk about, uh, you know, outside that. Yeah. Um, we'll start with the Saints, obviously, the victorious team here. Um, Drew Brees looked good. I thought he was pushing the ball downfield a little bit more. He was. Which I liked. Um Led to an interception, though. It did lead to an interception. It did. and uh, But he did run in a touchdown as well as throw one. So two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, went 33, 33 for 47, so, so decently efficient. Um, 325 yards, had an 88 pass rating. Not bad for Breeze, obviously, no. without the interception. 
probably would be closer to 100. Yeah. Um, but I would say a decent game for him at his age. Uh, I think the Saints would take that any time out. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Um, and we'll see how that reflects yeah, later I, on the QB tiers. I thought Kamara was awesome. And I know you're going to look at his rushing stats, 11 for 45, not great. Didn't get a lot of touches um, on the ground. But through the air, eight catches for 74 yards. Had that huge catch down the sidelines, down the stretch. Then, um, he's proving that he's a top five back, yeah, maybe and, even top three. And even though the rushing yards aren't quite there for this game, he still averaged four point one a carry. So you give it to him three times, he's gonna be able to pick you up a first down. Yeah, you and, you could you could count on him. And I liked how they spread the ball around rushing it. They had uh, Latavius Murray get get eight carries in there. Taysom Hill got a couple. Even um, uh, Michael Burton, I don't, I don't, the fullback, even got a couple carries. So they were they were mixing it up. Yeah, lot. yeah. Yep. Um, keeping him off balance. That's just the the, uh, the beauty of Sean Payton. You know? I mean, that's probably honestly one of the main reasons they were able to pull this out because that Chargers team is pretty good. Yeah, and uh, I want to get to that now. While we're you know while we're here, um, Herbert, man, we will get to this in the in the quarterback rankings. But I'm going to say I think Justin Herbert is a star now. Yes, he looks really good. I mean, look, twenty for thirty four, two sixty four, four touchdowns, no picks. 122.7 pass rating. The, the mobility that he showed with the arm strength, that that throw on the run to the corner, uh, the, the front crazy. corner of the yeah. end zone there. Mm-hmm. Oh, to Keenan Allen was beautiful. As soon as he got the ball, the rush was on him. Yep. The rush was coming from his right. So he gets the ball in the shotgun. Rush is coming from his right. I think it was a cornerback blitz. And then I think there was a linebacker, both of them relatively untouched. And he gets the ball, runs back about two yards, and then rolls to his right. You know, so, so you're looking at the TV. To the, to the close side of the screen, right? Yeah. Yep. He's running this way on a dead sprint, throws a laser beam from probably about 11 yards behind the line of scrimmage. And they were on about, I think, the 18, 19-yard line. And, it was and then it was about a yard into the end zone. So he threw, I mean, do the math here. So 18, we'll go round of 20 plus 10. I mean, he threw about a 32, 33-yard strike yeah. accurately to Keenan Allen for a touchdown. On, it, on, it was beautiful. On, yeah. Yeah, I think his arm strength, you look at guys in this league who are able to do things like that, and you find yourself looking at a very short list, and you a really good list. You find yourself looking at a guy like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he is Patrick Mahomes, obviously, mm-hmm. but the skill sets there, and a guy like Josh Allen, who I mean, he didn't perform well last night. We will get to that, but the arm strength and the mobility that he was able to display puts him on a very short list. Reminds me of almost um, a young Big Ben, but actually even more mobile. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other guys that you could even put on that. I mean, Russell, but Russell doesn't have the size as Herbert does, so Herbert has an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he looked really good. I like their rushing yards too. I just thought, I thought the play calling and defense kind of let him down a little bit at the end of the game. I didn't agree with a lot of Anthony Lynn's calls. I thought uh, he could have been better. I thought they could have had more discipline as well. Yeah. Um, I think he needs to tighten it up. And I think looking forward here, look, the Chargers, I think, found their guy. Now I think they need, if in, throughout this year, it's going to be a learning process for not only Herbert and the coach to try to gel, but also for the front office to look at that duo and say, is Anthony Lynn the right coach? Yeah. Or do they need to go out and get a bunch of uh, – there's a bunch of top-tier guys that are available right now. Um, Lincoln Riley after this year might – you never know. I mean, he's always just, he's always talked about in coaching discussions because he's just such a genius. Mm-hmm. Would he come up to the next level? Would Urban Meyer come out of retirement given the right price? So you got a lot of guys that could, uh, could fill in there. So Anthony Lynn um, should definitely watch out. And you look at a guy um, – we'll get to Buffalo here um, in a second, but their offensive coordinator, I want to say it's Brian um, – or something, something do- doorball, something like that, right? Um, he is incredible. Look at the look at the um, progression of Josh Allen. If you would plug him in as a head coach in uh, in LA, you never know what could happen with Herbert. Right. So, and like especially this year, 
with the coaching changes that we've seen here, especially Brian the, Dable, that's his name. Continue. In the past, you know, this season we've seen what two coaches get fired already. Yes, we have. And, um, I'm trying to think. So we had what Dan Dan Quinn with the um, Falcons, and then and, uh, and the GM there. Yeah, and the GM as well. Who else got fired? Um, oh my God, it's it's right there. Texans. Yes, yes. Uh, Bill O'Brien, who was yes. also the GM and coach. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's not out of the realm. I'm not a huge fan of firing in season. I think you should definitely give Anthony Lynn a chance. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, going into the season, he had Tyrod Taylor as a starter. He was implementing and he was getting everything ready for Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. and then switching last minute. You know. Yeah. So give him some time here, guys. We'll we'll see. But um, yeah. So that was that game. We'll get. We're, like I said, I'm going to get into more of how how good Herbert's looked when um, we get to our quarterback tiers. We're going to move on to the Bills Titans. Yeah, let's move there. Mm, we were both way wrong here. We um, were, but I mean, I think most people were wrong. I was listening to uh, a lot of different sports guys. You know, predict this game, and most of them had their lock, their big lock of the week on the Bills. Minus that two and a half. I just three. I thought. I mean, yes. The, I, mean, I figured the Titans would be rested, but I just figured that they would be a little bit rusty. They were missing eight starters, two assistant coaches, coming off of a two week span where I think for about a week and a half that they weren't even allowed in the facility to team practice. Yeah. Um, I just didn't expect them to be that sharp, and I also, on the contrary, didn't expect Buffalo to be that dull, <laughs> dull, and and out of sorts. You know, uh, a lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. Um, I don't know exactly how many penalties, but way too many. I can tell you that right now. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I can find it. Um, so either way, I think it was ten or eleven penalties, which is which is way too many. I don't know how many yards. Ten but, penalties for fifty six yards. Yeah, only fifty six yards, but they were costly. I remember one. It was um. Uh, I think it was Josh Allen had just thrown his second pick, which is a really bad pick. We'll get to that. And uh, the Titans drove down there, scored. And then on the ensuing kickoff, yeah, um, they had a holding call that by the back to the ten yard line. When instead they should have been at like the twenty two, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's just little things like that, starting at your ten instead of your twenty two. That's huge. It's That's big. crucial. And then uh, just a bunch of false starts, mm-hmm. which are just mental errors, you know. Shouldn't be happening. Um, which I never thought would happen from a Sean McDermott team. Usually they're very well coached. Well, um, another thing, I don't think people were expecting Tannehill to come out and have the type of game that he did. Oh, and not only throwing the football, running the football. Four carries for 42 yards and a touchdown. Yes, a 23-yard long run. Yeah, that was a touch. That was the touchdown yeah. run there at the end of the first half, which was huge. You it, know? Was, it gave them so much momentum going into the half. There. Yeah, and then they came out, scored again, made it 28-10. to 10. I mean, that was, that was massive, yeah. yeah. Tannehill hit on 75% of his passes through three seriously. touchdowns, no interceptions, wasn't even sacked once. 129 QBR. That's impressive. Yes. Um, I've always said Tannehill, I don't like him as a quarterback. I don't think he's special, but he doesn't really need to be special in this. If he does this every game, that's a that's a top 10 quarterback. Yep. I mean, seriously, if he throws three touchdowns, no picks, runs in another touchdown, and has 130 QBR, what are we complaining about? I also, Nothing. I also think Derrick Henry had his game that he needed to have this year. Um, almost like a little jolt to I him. I agree. It wasn't even going a little bit. He didn't even have the yards, but it was just the signature plays he had and then the way he was able to wear them down at the end of the game and, and the then adding touchdowns. the two touchdowns. And the yeah. two touchdowns. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I also want to say that, um, I mean, yes, I think the Titans offense is good. I think they played a very good game, but it was, their defense, they played complimentary football. They did. Their defense uh, gave them the ball in the red zone twice in the mm-hmm. game. So, I mean, when that happens – yeah, you're going to score, you know? Yeah, Malcolm Butler with two picks. Yeah, that was huge. That, that was, was huge. He's probably the player game. of the game, to be honest with you. Ryan Tannehill had a good game. I would probably call Malcolm Butler the best player in that game. And it's six solo tackles, too. 
Yeah, I, I, he made one on the edge where if he doesn't make it, um, I want to say either Singletary or Diggs, or I, I think it was someone one of their, one of the Bills playmakers would have had at least ten yards of green before the next available guy to tackle. Yeah, so that was a huge play. Um, I mean, but yeah, we're gonna get into the, some more of the quarterback play here. Um, Honestly, right, right now, now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, take that. Um, so in our first category, the game changers, right? Yeah, yeah, we have the game changers in our tier one category, QB tiers here. These are the guys that. Pretty much no matter what, I like their skill to be able to lead their team, you know. And um, I'm going to disclose where I still have Josh um, Allen in the top, but we are going to talk about where he fits there and yeah. um, and what we need to see. And he, how he could drop or he could, you know, stay there mm-hmm. and what he would need to do to do both, you know. Yeah. Um, and how last night's game hurt him. So, anyway, game changers. In the first last week, we'll review last week, I had Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. I have no changes in the top tier right now. Um, Russell Wilson once again proved with that drive. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. That drive at the end of the game, he didn't even have a great game. He didn't have a great game. But that drive, like I said, cemented him to at least be an MVP finalist. Absolutely. And um, definitely cements him in tier one. You know, he's a game. He's a gamer. He's a game changer, you know. Um, then Patrick Mahomes, even with the loss, I still think no matter what happens, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. If I – here's what I break down to, you know. If Patrick Mahomes, if Tyree kills hurt and Travis Kelsey's hurt, do you still trust Patrick Mahomes to beat most of the league? Yes. I would trust him to beat 85% of the league without his top two weapons. And I don't think that's even crazy to say. No. Um, and then we'll move on here. Aaron Rodgers is obviously playing at MVP level. He had a bye. There's no reason to move him down. No. You know, he didn't even play. Um, and then now Josh Allen, who I would say is at the very bottom of this tier. He's the fourth best quarterback in this tier. And I would call on the border right now between tier one and tier two. Yeah. Last night definitely hurts him. I mean, that's just – it's that simple. Especially when you don't have exactly the volume of games yet this season. And we are judging based off of just, just this, this season. season. So, like, bad- over, like for example, overall we have Tom Brady, Big Ben, and Jared Goff in the Tier 2. I would put all of those career ahead of Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl, you know. I'd put him above Josh, Josh Allen, Allen overall. But this year Josh Allen's been really, really good. But like I said, he's now on the on the brink. I would say. Yeah. I, would I mean, you want to read his stats there from from the game? I mean. Yeah, I mean, twenty six for forty one for two hundred sixty three yards and two TDs, two interceptions, and only a seventy eight QBR. Yeah, that's not what you like to see. And usually he can make up for it on the ground, but only four carries for eighteen yards. They bottled him up. Yeah, they did. simple as that. Um, they didn't really have much of a run game. And honestly, right now that should have been the game plan going in for Tennessee is try to hold. Josh Allen to as little yards through the air or on the ground as you possibly can. Absolutely. I think mean, I mean, he's, he's a so far he's shown that he can be a dynamic playmaker. And I think, yeah, you definitely have to limit him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think in order for him to stay in this category, I'm going to need him to, to not throw picks mm-hmm. and I need him to come out and not look flat. They just looked flat last night. He didn't look, you know, the eye test tells you a lot. It does. You look at Ross, you know he's he's a top quarterback. You look at Aaron, you look at Patrick Mahomes, um, even Brady, Ben, we're going to get to them. You, when they come out there, they have that sort of moxie. They have that sort of they're going to make the big throws when it counts. Mm-hmm. And Allen didn't look like that last no, night. Not so at all. I think what he needs to do is is start to be, start to feel like that big-time quarterback. Um, and in order, for, in order for him to drop down, I think he's one more bad game away to dropping down to the next tier. You know, these, these can fluctuate. He can always go back up. Even just a mediocre game, I think, could drop him down to a tier two now. I agree. Um, and like I said, he can always go back up. These fluctuate. It's not like it's cemented in that he's down. Right. Tier, you know, um, but it's speaking ever, of ever changing all season long. Yeah, right? we take into account the weeks, the weeks prior, you know. Um, 
All right, so with that being said, we'll just go down to tier two here. Um, these are the ballers, you know. These are the guys that they need some things there. They need some weapons, some some offensive line help. You need things to go right. But they don't need a ton of help. And if they have a little bit of help, look out. You know, you give them a little bit. It's almost like if I was comparing these to running backs. You give them a little bit of green, they're gone. Great running backs, you don't have to give them much, and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like the, this baller tier, you got you to give them a little bit of a hole. But if you give it to them, they're gone, right? And I think Tom Brady at this point in his career, he's still in there. Last week we had Brady, Big Ben, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff. All those guys are still in, but we're going to add a guy. We're going to add Derek Carr to that. Mm -hmm. That's big win against Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to not bump him up. And not only did he get a win, he played really well. You know, 22 for 31, mighty efficient. Yes. Um, Here you want to calculate his his, uh, percentage there for us. Um, 347 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. 71%. 71%. You're completing over 70% of your passes. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Had 127 QBR. Beat the beat the Chiefs, who have won what thirteen straight up before that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think much else needs to be said. He played really well. I mean, you want to look at his his season stats. He's got fourteen hundred yards, which I think is good for about sixth or seventh in the league. So he's a top seven quarterback. Um, eleven touchdowns, one pick. Eleven touchdowns, one pick, guys. Come on, I mean that's that's good. That's really that's good. really good. Um, and I, he doesn't run the football a lot, but he is able to get out out of out of the pocket and make those throws. You're able to move the pocket with him. Um, which I think is huge in, that, in the NFL now. That's the big thing. Yeah. Um, I, we'll, we'll just talk about how I think Brady, um, I don't think that loss is on him. I think definitely I wouldn't say he's trending up. You know, no. I would I would say that didn't help him. But I thought the offensive line was crumbling under him. Yeah. And at that point, it's it's hard for him to, to do a lot at his age. Um, I think a couple more games like that, though, you never know. He could definitely drop down. Yeah, and I mean, it's like you mentioned his age, but he hasn't even been that strong of a even a runner or a playmaker with his feet just scrambling out of the pocket really his yeah, whole he, career. Yeah, I mean, he. Maybe I would call him more of a pocket on. manipulator than a, um, than a mobile quarterback. He's able to dance inside the pocket, manipulate it a little bit. Um, I, do, I do need him to, to just be a bit more of a playmaker. He wasn't efficient, 25-41-253. Didn't throw any picks, though, and I like the touchdown. Um, but I need him to be a little bit more dynamic. You know, that's what you're looking for. 25 for 41, 61%. Yeah, it's, it's good, not great. Um, Big Ben was obviously good. Oh, uh, I mean, really good. I, I thought he was one of the better players, better quarterbacks in Week 5. 27 for 34, very efficient, obviously. Three touchdowns, no picks, 125 QBR. He big, cemented himself. He's probably at the top of Tier 2 right now. Big thing with Ben, he was able to do it in a very timely fashion as well. In a game where the defense didn't exact pl- – they didn't play the they best. They didn't play well. Pittsburgh's defense did not play well against the Gave Eagles. 29 but, points and let Travis yeah. Fulgham – off but yeah when you have a guy like ben that's going to be able to see that see that the defense is having a little bit weaker of a game but still come back and almost put able those to type of numbers put that switch yeah. and, and really um kind of take over that and game i think that's the roethlisberger pittsburgh's used to though yeah i agree and uh he doesn't need to have that every game though because of the defense but i like that like you said he noticed that he hey he's got to flip it he's got to he's got to score some points. and that's what makes him a baller yeah and um, borderline game changer oh I yeah say. uh deshaun watson i'm gonna note he's at the bottom of this tier right now and I hate to say it, but the, the, the two picks kill him. 25 for 35, three touchdowns. The two picks, you can't have it. I ju- you just can't have those two no, picks. Yeah. He's still at 109 QBR, though. So he's in that category. He's definitely trending down of that category, but he's still in it. Yes. Um, I also have Lamar in there. He didn't do anything to to bump him down. He didn't have a great game. Um, he had a 72 QBR. Didn't really run the ball all that well. But at the end of the day, he's a dynamic playmaker. You have the If he has the ball in the open field, I'll take Lamar against pretty much anyone. Yeah. 
Um, Jared Goff, I think, still in there. He had a he had a really really good game against a really good front four. You know, uh, against that Washington rush, he went twenty one for thirty, um, three hundred nine yards, two touchdowns. Had the one pick, but also ran in a touchdown and had a hundred and twelve QBR. Cemented himself in that category for now. Yeah, and uh, we already talked about Jared Goff or not um, Derek Carr. I'm sorry. Um, so down to tier three here. Yeah, all the way down to the average Joes, right? The above, above average Joes, above yeah. Average so these are the guys that they need a little bit more right. Um, they're a little bit more limited. But if they're given that, what they need, they are are really good. You know, they're really good. They're really good players. Um, so last week we had Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan. A lot of changes in this category. This is, I'd say, the most – Fluctuating, changing, yes, the most yeah. fluctuating category that we have. I agree. Um, so we'll start here. Drew Brees um, had a had a decent game. You know, it's not like he had a bad game. I didn't like the pick. You know, it is what it is. I think st- I still think Drew's a top twelve quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. I liked how he was pushing the ball downfield more. I need to see more of that if he wants to stay in this category for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Stafford was on a buy. I can't really change him. Can't really pull him out of there when he was on a buy. Um, Kyler Murray looked fantastic against the Jets. Again, I mean, it's the Jets, so take it with a grain of salt. But 27 for 37, 380, one touchdown, one pick, 103 QBR, but then added nine carries for 31 yards and a touchdown. Looked like he was in full control. He did. Um, Like this category, guys, though, like I wanted to add this. It's tough to get into, very easy to fall out of. I agree, yeah. Um, Moving on to our next side, Cam Newton. Uh, he hasn't played, so I don't. I, I don't understand how I can drop him down. I think his value has been shown without him actually playing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what puts him in this category. You look, you look at the Patriots with Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer, and then you look at him with Cam. I think that says it all. Um, that says just how good he's been. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then we're gonna go two new guys here. Ryan Tannehill. Okay. I mean, seriously, Have this guy can ball. This guy can ball for some reason. I didn't think he was good because he had such a bad career with the uh, with the Dolphins. But since he's joined the the Titans, seventeen games as a starter, he's thirteen and four. Not bad. Oh, I mean, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's a really good record. Uh, I mean, right now he's nine touchdowns, one pick, about a thousand yards passing, seventy-seven yards rushing though, adds a rushing touchdown as well. Incredibly mobile. He's able to make accurate, timely throws. What look one pick? Come on now. He doesn't make mistakes. Doesn't turn the ball over. He's efficient. Yep. He puts them in position to win the game, and his team's undefeated. I mean, come on. I think he's probably pretty close to bumping up to Tier 2. If he has a, I would need to see about two more really good games from him. I would say a really good game puts him at the top of Tier 3, and like you said, another good game after that would probably bump, bump him, him up. To, yeah. Bump him to two. Um, and then another new guy, we're going to put Justin Herbert in Tier 3. Can't this guy argue. has been electric. Electric. Um, like I said, 20 for 34, 264, four touchdowns, no picks, 123 QBR. He put his team in a position to win at the Superdome against a way superior Saints defense in his, what, fourth start ever? And didn't get sacked at all. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's fantastic. His mobility, his arm strength, we talked about it. I think he has the potential to be really special. Yeah. I think it wouldn't even be out of the realm for two, three games down the road here if he's in Tier 2. I mean, he's that good. Yeah. The accuracy, the touch, the size, the strength. He's got it all. Mm-hmm. He's oh, really yeah. got it all. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we're going to add a little bit in here. Now that this is our second week doing, we can, you know, look at trends. We can look at who's trending up, who's trending down. So um, kind of reviews any changes that we've had, right? Right. So trending up, we got Derek Carr. He went from Tier 2 to Tier 3. 
Um, that big win against Mahomes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, also trending up, Justin Herbert and Ryan Tannehill went from not rated to the third tier. And uh, we're going to add that I think Teddy Bridgewater is on the border of tier three. Right. Look, he has right about the bump up. He, he has a a rebuilding team tied for first in a division with the Saints and Tom Brady Bucks mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan with the Falcons. I mean, yes, they're zero and five, but that's a good zero and five team. That's probably the best zero and five team in the league. Um, and, and Teddy Bridgewater has the has his team tied for first in that division. Yeah, doesn't make mistakes. He's efficient. Doesn't I mean? What what more can you ask for? And once he gets Christian McCaffrey back, it can only make him better. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, now trending down, Matt Ryan fell out of the tier three, went from three to not rated. Um, Joe Burrow. Oh, I forgot to add him. We're gonna keep him at the very very bottom of tier three. I think one more bad game could definitely bump him out. But I think what's helping him right now is he is above average as a rookie with no OTAs and no preseason. Yeah. Uh, he's just so young and he's played he's played very well so far this season except for this last game and you have to take in consideration that this is also the Ravens defense. Yeah, the, the Ravens had a have a really good defense, really good so, secondary, clever defensive coordinator. Right. And you don't want to bang on him too much, but at the same time, he's still an NFL quarterback. Okay? Yeah, and he's if still- you actually look at I know that yes, he's young with his time in the NFL, he's he's older than Lamar Jackson. It's crazy. He's 24 years old. So I mean, let's get it going. You know, right. you know, I, we can we can. I definitely want to give him this year. You know, see how it goes. Um, but after that, he's going to have start having some expectations. He just doesn't have much time to acclimate, and that's part of the. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the part, brutality of the NFL. Because part of the curse of being a number one overall pick. I see NFL. The NFL is not nice. No. Um, also trending down, Josh Allen trending down towards the bottom of tier one. Really, really bad performance last night. Didn't look good. Didn't have the accuracy. Two, well, two picks. One not his fault, but one really, really bad, crucial pick. Yeah. On the first drive there in the second half, he could have. It was twenty-one ten going into half. Um, he throws the pick, gets returned to like the ten-yard line. Titans score twenty-eight ten. That's a huge swing. That's that can't happen. That takes all the life and the momentum away from that. Side. I thought. I thought that's when the game. I thought that's when I looked at the game and said, "Yo, yeah, it's over." You know, like it, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and especially when you're playing a team like that that is such a momentum-driven yeah. team. Yeah, and especially a team that can run the football like Tennessee can. Yeah. When they get a lead like that, they're going to wear you down. Especially um, with a big bruiser like Derek Henry. Oh, ball. yeah. Um, And then we'll get to a trending down that I don't like. You know, I don't like to talk about it. Uh, but Dak, I mean, yeah, it's the fact of the matter. He, he's now out of Tier 3. He's out of, you know – ranking because he's out for the year, you know, four to six months um, with that ankle injury. But he did have surgery. The surgery went well. So he's now back on the rehab track. He'll probably rest up for a month or so, and then he'll start getting into some rehab, getting into some football activities, lifting, getting that ankle back to full strength. But it's going to take a little bit of time, obviously. Yeah, and you, you hate to see it. So uh, You hate to see it. Nothing yeah. but the best for Dak and wishing him a speedy uh, recovery. Yeah, I hope he gets signed, too, at some point. I actually think this might help him get signed a little bit. You think? Yeah, as long as he can still play, as long as he comes out, works out, maybe even if he has a couple, you know, games here and there um, under a one-year deal, I, I think if he's able to prove that he's still durable, you know, because that was kind of a freak accident. Other than that, he's been really durable. Mm-hmm. I think if he can prove he's still durable, prove he can still move, uh, move well, push off that leg, I think he'll be fine um, in the long run. But yeah, I mean, never like to see it. But no, so, yeah. I mean, that just wraps up our quarterback tears. Um, yeah, wraps up our first segment here. Um, get into a break when we come back we'll have the news we will have mlb updates and we will have another round of tim's trivia so don't go anywhere
Yo, what up? We are back. Second segment, the issue. We're going to get to some MLB, some trivia, some, just some overall news. Um, so we're going to start with the overall news here. Um, we got a lot. Yeah, we do have a lot of news. Real quick one right here. Russell Wilson upgraded to a 99 overall in Madden. Those guys, those who play Madden um, or those who, you know, like to rip on Madden for their weird ratings. They finally got one right. Russell Wilson 100% of 99 overall. Yeah. I mean, we ripped Madden a lot at the beginning of this season before, I mean, yeah, when they put out the rankings for the first time or the ratings for the first time. I said, I know I sent this to you on Instagram, and I'm just going to read the DM real quick. <laughs> I texted you and said, that's about the only thing Madden got right this year. Yeah, I said, yes, finally. Yeah, so, I mean, I, mean I don't understand how you could ever think about keeping Russ out of the 99 club. Um, he's just one of the best and just continues to prove it week in and week out. Yeah. Um, some more news, uh, a couple running back news is here. Um, Le'Veon Bell was released by the Jets. Uh, looking at some potential landing spots here. Um, I said the Chiefs, some chatter, the Chiefs. Um, I think the Steelers. Um, I said somewhere with structure, the Patriots, the Chiefs, Steelers, um, teams like that, maybe even the Bears, good head coach in Matt Nagy. Brian Flores out of Miami, really good head coach. Um, so you never know there. Uh, also, let's see here. Um, oh, yeah, Melvin Gordon charged with driving under the influence and speeding. That's not what you like to see. No. Um, so he um, says here that the Broncos running back is scheduled to be arraigned on November 13th. So he'll probably be out, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, yeah we'll see. Uh, I have one here. Uh, the NFL cancels the Pro Bowl. Ooh, yeah. uh, a lot of things are going to be by the wayside during the COVID-19 pandemic, and the Pro Bowl is one of them. What do you think about that? I don't really mind it, to be honest with you. I really don't care about the Pro Bowl. I do. The only thing I like about like the Pro Bowl weekend is like the skills competition. That's Those really are kind of cool, thing, yeah. which I feel like they might still do. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if they're still going to have Pro Bowl selections, though. Hopefully. You know, because people, that that's a contract thing. People get incentives thing. if they get elected Maybe. to Pro Bowl. So, uh, Hopefully they have the voting at least. Yeah, I hope they still have Pro Bowl teams, just not an actual Pro Bowl, you yeah. know. Um, um, also, real quick, the Saints have fined Michael Thomas 59000 for um, conduct detrimental to the team following his reported fight in practice. Mm. Um, issues there, clear issues. Yeah. Um, I, it also said that him and um, – Sean Payton, we're kind of going back and forth as well. So we're going to see how that plays yeah. in New Orleans. Um, also, Cam's going to be back at practice on Thursday. That's exciting for the Patriots because with Cam, they are a really good team, I think. As long as their facility will be open because right now the Patriots facility is shut down because of the past Broncos delayed. Yeah, I think so, I think they're opening up Thursday. I think that's what uh, they're planning on doing. Yeah, that would probably be the best. And then I also have – uh, thing here, NFL. Oh, yeah. The NFL is open to delaying the Super Bowl. Um, I don't it, think that's a terrible idea. No, uh, I do think it would kind of give an advantage to those teams, giving them a little extra rest. Yeah, but, but I mean, they're but they both get rest, so it is what it is. Um, I actually, I, I don't think I would mind it. No, I don't think it's going to be delayed by a lot. I think maybe like a week. So I wouldn't really mind it. Um, I have another one here. Um, Nick Saban test positive for COVID-19. Yeah, guys, look, he has a massive matchup coming up against number three Georgia this week. This, this could hurt. I mean, seriously. It says here, uh, Alabama head football coach Nick Saban has announced that he has tested positive for COVID-19 uh, ahead of Saturday's critical game against Georgia. 
um, as well as the athletic director, Greg Byrne, has also tested positive. So, I mean, we'll see. They do have Steve Sarkeesian as the offensive coordinator. So, I mean, that's a good, solid – that's that's probably one of the best OCs that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So, he should be, he's been a head coach before, so I think they, they should be okay. This but is, um, uh, we'll see. I wonder if he's going to be able to, like, distance coach. I wonder if he's going to be able to, like, be on that phone or something like that or how that's going to work. Or at least maybe put him in by himself in the press box and at least let him talk to his coaches down the sideline about what he's seeing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. It's going to be definitely interesting to watch. We're going to keep uh, keep our head on the swivel on that story for sure. That's that's massive. Yep. And then if we want to just roll right into the MLB here, start covering Oh, the yeah. Um, we actually have a game going on right now. The Dodgers are up. Um, two nothing on the Braves. Six nothing. Oh my God! Six nothing. My thing just refreshed. Top of the first. Six nothing. Yeah. So the Braves put um, put my guy. What is his name? Kyle Wright out there, and he got blasted. Yeah. Um, got only recorded two outs in the first inning. Five hits, six runs, six earned runs, two walks. I mean, but do we really think? The Dodgers were just gonna not win a game this series. No, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think it's a big thing. Also, is it out of the realm that Atlanta comes back? I mean, look, their offense has been really good. They, they have been. Look, they haven't even gotten first. an at bat yet, people. They haven't even gotten an at bat. Yeah, it's only the first. So, I mean, yes, I mean, definitely a six round hole is huge. But look, it's that they played a half inning. It's it so comes we'll down see. now. It comes down to bullpen, and it comes down to that offense being able to come back from being that far down. If they can do it, great. But, I mean, uh, that series right now, Braves leading that 2-0. Yeah, the Braves leading that 2-0. They, they barely staved off the Dodgers rally last night. They win, They won 8-7. It was 8-3 going into the last inning, mm-hmm. going into the bottom of the ninth there, and they only won 8-7. So, Dodgers are making it interesting for sure, but I think Atlanta's looked like the better team. They've looked like the better pitching staff. they looked like the better offense so far. Yep. And then tonight at 8.40 p.m. Eastern time. We're all crossing our fingers for Tyler Glass now to pitch a very good game. That's true. <laughs> the Rays up in that series 3-0, threatening the sweep tonight. Um, if they can take out the Astros, that would be phenomenal. Uh, like we said, listen, obviously we're going to have – I don't think anybody is happy about what the Astros did last year. Yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not going to pull against them, but I'm not going to pull for them. I yeah, mean, and I, plus like the Rays like beginning of the year no one expected them to be here. No. Um so I think it's especially I, it's a one seed at this point. I just like what they've been able to do. I saw someone on Twitter, I don't even remember who. I was just scrolling through, you know, the thing. Yeah. Um you just kind of scroll through, look, laugh a lot cuz Twitter's hilarious. Yeah. But um some guy said, I, I love the way the Rays play. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and they capitalize on the mistakes that you do make. Mm-hmm. Jose Altuve has two throwing errors, and they've capitalized big on both of them. And also, can we just bring up their pitching? They're third in the league in ERA. So, and they do with kind of a, a mismatch, patchwork thing. Yeah, they have Blake Snell, Tyler Glassman's a very young kid, though. Charlie Morton's old. You know, they have a bunch of weird pieces in there. Not a lot of notable guys in their bullpen, but they all pitch very well. Um. So let's get a pick here. Who All right, the, like Rays, the Rays are favored by one point or uh, one and a half rounds. Um, okay. I think something's got to give. I, I think Houston's too good. Even, you know, even with all that, you know, they're not cheating anymore. This, that you could say that all you want. I still think Houston's good enough to win one game, mm-hmm. especially you get a guy like Zach Granke on the mound. Yep. I think Houston wins uh, at least one game. I think something's got to give for him, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they get swept either. 
Because, like I said, the Rays play that type of, you know, you make a mistake, you're screwed type of type of game. I'm going to take the Rays. I don't like the one and a half. I think it's a one-run ball game. Okay. Uh, I like the Rays by one. I think it's a low-scoring game. What do we have? What's the over-under? Eight and a half is what I have. Eight and a half, okay. Uh, I like the under. I like the under on eight and a half, especially with these two pitchers. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the under as well. I think it's a, I think it's a low-scoring game. I like the Astros like a 3-1 game. Um all right. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, who do you oh, who do you think wins that LA Atlanta game right now? Wait, they're up. LA's up six nothing right now. You I think mean, LA wins? Judging strictly off statistics, LA. But I would love to see the Braves come back at least make it interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think it is. I think they are going to come back and make it interesting. But I don't know if they're going to have the bullpen length. You know. Yeah. You got to be careful here to not overextend your bullpen for one game because if you overextend now. Then you're screwed for tomorrow, and then boom, like nothing. You blink; it's a two-two series. Yeah. So I think you got to throw you got to throw a long reliever out there, even if you got to throw like your fifth starter out there, and just take a game, just to get some innings, even if he's kind of getting shelled. Wow, they just walked him too with two outs. Um, they just put another runner on. Oh god, that's brutal. Um, I think they just have to find a way to get through this game with using as little amount of pitching as possible. Yeah, I would definitely. I mean, obviously, if their offense makes it, oh, it's seven nothing now. Wow, really? Obviously, if their offense makes it interesting, then you go from there. But as of now, use as little amount of of pitching as possible. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, hmm, let's see. That's, that's, that's pretty much it on the MLB. Yeah, I mean, look forward. Um, I mean, obviously, LA and Atlanta are regardless. They're regardless of what happens tonight, they're going to be playing tomorrow at eight oh eight on Fox. And then, um, if Tampa Bay does not find a way to to get a win here tonight, they will play tomorrow as well at 5.07 um, on TBS. So there you go yes. if you guys want to watch those. Um, we would normally have our Thursday night predictions, but the Thursday night game between, what is it, the Chiefs and the um, Chiefs and the Bills. Bills. Yeah, because the Bills, Bills played last night because it was postponed. Um, so they moved that Thursday night game, I think, to Monday. Uh, I think they should play Thursday anyway. Make them, make them go on really Yeah, make rest. the Bills have one day of rest and then you play. Know, that's what they should have for their performance against Tennessee. It oh, cost a lot of those people all the money they put on that game. It was brutal. Um, let's get to Tim's trivia, eh? Yes, let's get to the trivia. All right. Coming back. We haven't done it in about two or three weeks here. So. You're going to have to bump the rest off. I'm excited. This? I'm excited. I haven't even I'm about you. a 700 hitter right now, which is very good. I haven't even 600 maybe. what the uh, – Yeah, what, what, the are, what's, yeah what are the topics? All right, so um, I'm just going to throw this out there. What running back just recently got released? Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon yeah. Bell, and today's trivia is on Le'Veon Bell. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, Lev Bell. So, you know, you see him get released. Um, he had the huge controversy in Pittsburgh, what was that, like two years ago now, 2018, I think. I think so, yeah. And then he goes to New York and, do anything. and tries to patch together some sort of, you know, production. You're only as good as your offensive line. Their offensive yeah. line is terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, New York in itself is oh, such God. a dumpster fire. But – just got me thinking. Let's take a look at Le'Veon's career stats. Let's look, let's see if you know him. All, All right. right, we'll see. So, I, I don't think I do. I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I don't feel great about this. I'm, I'm aiming for like a two out of wow. four here. Do you think I may have just I may have cracked one here, and I might, let's see. I, might we'll get a, see. I might get a dub. All right, so Le'Veon Bell career touchdowns. Okay, is it A thirty, B thirty eight, or C forty three? Career touchdowns. 43 is definitely too high. Okay. And then between 30 and 38. 
Um, I think that really uh, is this is this rushing or all together? All Probably together, all together. All together. Thirty eight. Yeah, that's right. Okay. 38 touchdowns uh, on his career. I was like adding up. He had that one year where I think he had like 12 total touchdowns, and I'm like, I think he can piece together at least Mm. more than 18 in the rest of his years combined. So, yeah. So And the way way he's a dual threat, when he's healthy and he's got a good line, the way he's able to catch the ball and run the football, you know. Um, yeah, so so we we'll always look at touchdowns when we look at running backs, right? Yeah, and then the next stat co- stat right, category that really yeah matters is the yards per attempt. Okay. So Le'Veon Bell, in, throughout his entire career, what do you think his yards per touch was? Basically, was it a four point one, b three point six, or c five point two? Definitely not five point two. Okay. So between 4.1 and 3.6 on the career. I think his time in New York hurt him. I don't know, 3.6. It is 4.1 mm. on the career. So he was All averaging right. over four yards. Um, and now this is where things start to get That's a, a little yeah, – yeah. This is where things don't look as good. Because now in this second half, we're going to move down and look at how many Le- how many touchdowns did Le'Veon Bell score just in his time in New York. Okay. Okay, I know this one. All together, is it A, four? Yes, it's four. Yeah, it's four. It's four. Yeah, I saw I saw that um, when he got released. I was just checking him out, you know, looking at his stats, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, four touchdowns. Four he touchdowns. got paid $28 million for, like, 18 games there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think he played 18 games, scored four touchdowns. And how many? Had no. What was what the average? Yards per carry. That's the final question. In New York in those two years, was it A, 2.3 yards to carry, B, 4.2, no. or C, 3.3? 3.3. 3.3, there it is. So three for four. There we go. I do four. know Lev Bell a little bit. All right. So let's get back to – Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Some stats um, on Lev's time in New York, obviously really bad. You, you, know? pull, you go ahead and pull the stats up now. So he, had, he had zero games with 100-plus um, yards. Zero. Yeah, he had he didn't rush for over 100 yards in any game with, and for being paid one of the highest paid running backs in the league. I mean that's crazy. Uh, I mean it, Le'Veon Bell's always controversial. He gets released, he tweets out you know like a praying emoji or like a, like a God bless, thank God emoji. Um, like come on now, let's be a professional. Uh, I d- I just don't understand why he can't just you know be a normal professional. Yeah, I mean I think that's what's holding him back right now from being signed or or. I think he's too big of a liability for any team to want to pick him up. Yeah, I mean, if you have a good locker room, it's going to be hard to say, "Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, come on in and um, and and ruin our in our locker room." You know. Well, I mean, he he's one of when he's playing well. I think anybody knows that he can be one of the biggest assets to a locker room. Absolutely. As soon as he starts playing bad and things start going bad on his end, that starts trending the opposite way pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, he gets really salty. He gets really um I wanna say emotional about maybe not getting enough touches or enough targets. Yeah. He just very very ego concerned he seems to be. Yeah, and I also thought it just wasn't a good mix. Adam Gase didn't want to sign him anyway. No. The head coach didn't want him there. Um I don't even think he really even wanted to be there after about a year. Um, I think he I think he's gonna gonna quickly soon realize how much he misses Pittsburgh. It matters where you are. You know, we say for quarterbacks all the time, it matters where you land, you know. It does. Simple as that. I think Sam Darnold is still a more talented quarterback than who else did he come in with? I mean, obviously Josh Rosen. He came in with Josh Allen, too. 
look, I, I still think Sam Donald's a better quarterback than Josh Allen, but it matters where you land. It does. And the development that Josh Allen's made isn't even close to the development that Sam Donald's made. They came in – when they came in, I'll say this, I like Sam Donald better. Right now, I like Josh Allen better. Like, it matters where you land. You know, Andrew Luck, good. I thought he was going to be the best quarterback in the league for 15 years. It looked like that. And then he retires because he got beat up because uh, the Indies O-line when he came in the league was terrible. Now it's really good. It was terrible, though. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it matters where you land. It's the same for running backs. Look, it's actually even probably more so for running backs. You have a bad offensive line. Where are you going to go? Nowhere. Well, if, if, the play is, if the play is broken up in the backfield, how are you going to get anywhere, you know? Um, so, yeah, it matters where you go. And uh, and I think he's going to have to almost like Cam kind of take an ego check. Mm-hmm. Look, Cam's been a completely different guy, and look how it's worked out. So I mean, especially going into an organization like New England, though, you're going to have to tone that. Oh, that yeah. Down. But I think I think wherever um, Le'Veon wherever goes. Le'Veon Bell goes is going to have to be the same thing. If he goes anywhere. I mean, when you look at the stats from his past two years, that's not going to help him in negotiation time. I, I definitely think he'll get – some sort of look, you know. Um, Maybe not not for a first string. I don't think you can't have. I think he's gonna. Like I think that. he's gonna be more of a depth running back for that's sure. What I mean, people that are looking to or a team that's looking to build running back by committee, he might be a good option as that oh, number two, sure. number three guy. Just to throw I wouldn't even think it'd be crazy to for Pittsburgh to have him back if Pittsburgh would take him back. Well, because him have with the cap space right now, yeah, they don't. But him with well. But if you look at it, once he clears waivers, he doesn't have a contract. That's so it's true. not like you have to pick up a contract. If he's willing to take a pay cut, which I think he's also going to realize that he has to take a pay cut, no one's going to pay him this top dollar salary. Not for what he put out the past two years, not for four touchdowns on the 18 well, I mean, Yeah, he's going to have no market. No. Um, so, But I think a team like Pittsburgh, like you know the Chiefs, um, if they're trying to go running back by committee, he could definitely work. And yeah. I think Pittsburgh wouldn't even be a terrible spot for him because – you got a guy like Le'Veon Bell who has been kind of injury prone. You get a guy like James Conner who's been kind of injury prone. That way you take the load off both their backs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Look, it worked well when they were when Conner played really well when he was filling in for Le'Veon Bell. So maybe, you know. And hey, I bet there's a bunch of leftover Le'Veon Bell jerseys on the clearance rack still that could be yeah. put back up for sale in the local 412 store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, I don't think we have a lot here. Um, We got through basically everything. So if you're just now joining us, uh, go back, listen to the first segment. We covered two games. We covered the Bills, Titans, and then the Chargers and the Saints. Uh, We broke down the quarterback tiers for this week, for week six, or or for week five. Just finished Week five going into week six, though, yeah. Um, And then you'll get our news. You'll get the at the beginning of this second segment, our MLB news just kind of catching you some up tips there trivia that's why uh, we're talking yeah. about love though uh, yeah. some tips trivia was good this week three for four nice job yeah, buddy. well you know i'm amazing on everything so <laughs> <laughs> no thursday night predictions but there is a saturday game this week so we will be predicting is that there on, saturday yes on friday i'm pretty sure no i think it got moved to monday okay but either way you know we'll get we'll, we will keep an eye out and you will always get our predictions yeah so um, but yeah until friday that was the issue